Hello and welcome to the podcast, Growing Your Relationships. I'm your host, Michelle Castelli, author, speaker, and relationship coach. And if you're joining us for the first time, this podcast focuses on relationship challenges in these key areas of your life, dating and marriage, and self and spiritual. Today, we're taking a look at how we can stay motivated in our relationships. When we talk about motivation in relationships, we're referring to that desire to continue to work on a relationship, even when it's experiencing difficulties. Take a moment to think about all of your current relationships. Are they where you want them to be? On my website, michellemcastelli.com, I have a relationship quiz that addresses that question I just asked to have you rank each of your relationships and to look at where there may need to be more growth and more work put in. So as we go through today's podcast, keep that question in mind. Are you where you want to be in each of your relationships? When we take the time to look at our relationships more closely, we usually find that there's some areas in one or more of our relationships that we need to improve. It's when we avoid asking this question due to saying that we're too busy as an excuse, for example, that we miss the opportunity to dig deeper into our relationships so we can know how to stay motivated when things get tough. After identifying which of your relationships is causing you to lose your motivation, we then look at the two key frameworks behind your motivation to help you understand what's driving you toward and away from your relationships. The first emotional framework is fear of failure. We often are unaware of the fact that fear of failure can be driving us in our relationships to close off ourselves emotionally to want to ignore or minimize conflicts when they come up because the fear underlying us is a fear of the relationship ending. When we operate out of a framework of a fear of failure in our relationships, our motivation struggles to continue because we, we hold back. We stop trying. We just accept the status quo in our relationship because it becomes too painful or uncomfortable to try to make changes. When has this happened in your relationships? When have you found that you've either stopped trying to work on a relationship or you've held back emotionally because it's just becoming more and more uncomfortable to share yourself in this relationship? It can become a vicious loop where our fear of failure leads us to lose our motivation to continue trying in a relationship. And that lack of motivation then causes us increased fear of failure as we realize that the relationship is continuing to have problems. The second emotional framework that guides us is a desire to want success. This is in contrast to the first one that we mentioned, which was driven by a fear of failure. When we have a positive framework of a desire to want success in our relationships, well, then we become more willing to look at what our relationships actually need. We're not afraid to take a look inward to see where some problems may be, both in our own behavior and in discussing with our partner how we relate together. 
our motivation to continue in a relationship stays high in this framework is when we want success because we're willing to do what it needs to for the relationship to grow. We're willing to address issues. We're willing to break down problems into manageable steps so that they don't seem as overwhelming. Also, we're more available to want help and seek help if we're not able to get the relationship where we want it to be. So when you take a look at your current relationships, whether they're friendships, family member relationships, spousal relationships, or dating relationships, which of those relationships are you operating or have been operating under a fear of failure where you're not addressing the issues and you're holding yourself back in the relationship versus the other relationships you have where you may be adopting a success orientation where you're willing to look at what needs to be achieved, where you're addressing issues, where you're breaking down problems into manageable steps. Now, often it's not a clear cut that all of our relationships are under one framework. Usually it's a mixture. A lot depends on our comfort level with the person that we're in a relationship with and how long we've known them. Now that we've talked about the first two steps in getting motivation, the first asking yourself to review your relationships and ask yourself, am I where I want to be? And after we said that you've identified your answer to that question and looked for the relationships that needed work, we went to the second step of asking yourself the question of where, what drives me more? Am I driven by a framework of fear of failure in my relationships or am I driven by wanting success? And if your answer is that you would like to have your relationships be more motivated by a drive for wanting them to succeed, then it leads to our third and final step, which is what changes can I make personally to help the relationship grow? What behaviors am I willing to let go of that my relationship partner has let me know are hurting the relationship? Then also, what goals do I want to achieve for this relationship? If we take a moment to look at how athletes stay motivated, they always indicate that goals and regularly checking in with their goals is what keeps them on track. So the same applies for our relationships. We can set long-term goals and also short-term goals. We can take those short-term goals and break them down even further into individual steps so that we can have successes with each step and then reward ourselves as we accomplish each step. The second thing that athletes do is they often visualize the finished result. They visualize themselves on the winner's circle. They visualize themselves completing the race. We can do the same thing in our relationships. We can visualize what our relationship would look like in its idealized form when we're communicating well, when we handle conflicts calmly and respectfully, when we visualize us having fun together in shared activities. Constantly reminding us of the ideal and visualization can help us during those more tense moments and harder times in which we have to keep our motivation up when challenges are occurring. If you find that it's difficult to accomplish a goal for your relationship because it seems overwhelming or you have trouble breaking down the goals into individual steps, go to my website, michellemcastelli.com for a complimentary coaching session 
to help get your relationship back on its motivational track. Also, it's important too, when we're talking about motivation, to make sure that you have looked at all physical possibilities for why your motivation may be going down as well as emotional. These may include a lack of sleep, a substance abuse problem, or a medical condition that may be causing you to physically be losing motivation. I hope you'll take a moment this week to review the questions that we went over in this podcast episode to help look at your motivational level right now in all of your current relationships. Thank you so much for joining me today. Have a great day.